Hello gang, it's Johnny. Welcome to another episode of The Wrap Up. Two dads wrapping up their week and, and having a laugh about everything that's gone right and wrong. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Good evening, Glenn. How are you doing? I am. Well, I've I've been better. I've been better. <laughs> I am. I am in mourning, and my voice has decided to abandon me as much as it can. I can hear that. I can totally hear that. My voice is kind of okay. Um, but yeah, morning, definitely a lot going, a lot going on, uh, which we will get round to. Welcome to the Team Superdad wrap up. This is uh, the fun side of our weekly uh, podcast episodes. If you were listening or if you're subscribed to the podcast, then you would have seen my conversation with Stuart Roberts this, this week gone uh, last week. Uh, bloody brilliant. The bloke is, uh, he's, he's got a book called visibility, but it wasn't like one of those press things. Oh, can I, can I come on the show? Cause I've got a book. No, he, uh, he was chit chatting in another group in, in America and, um, and so we're going to have to remove LinkedIn. It says, uh, uh, we're having trouble streaming to this. Maybe an issue on it. We'll keep trying and let you know. Okay, keep trying. It's fine. Um, that's good, isn't it? Perseverance. If in doubt, keep going. <laughs> uh, click on it again. Yeah, Just click yeah. on the icon again. <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, so his, his book visibility. So he, he's just a really good, good guy. Uh, so you should, should check out uh, that podcast episode if you haven't listened to it. And he's in the Team Super Dad group, which is a community of modern dads, dads creating their best life ever, uh, really shaking things up in our focus, fitness, finance, family, and fun. So we can be the dad and man we want to be. And uh, yeah, Stuart, he's like, he's, he's done this cool thing. I, you know, go and listen to the podcast, but he used to be a, a Wall Street trader. Then he was an angel investor. And then one day his wife said, like, I'm going. And he's like, what do you mean you're going? And of course, he was completely oblivious to what a shit husband he had been. Um, but he's, he's fixed it all up and he's, he's got this cool book, which is like, it's basically chunked out into how he bounced back and how he fixed things up. But he's, he shared pictures in the Team Superdad group of this house that he's done a house swap with. So he swapped his house in San Diego with someone whose house is in, in, um, in San Francisco. And he's just like having this epic holiday in San Francisco, and he shared shared pictures of this this uh, house. He's he's like house sitting. Yeah. So so it's, it's, it's just a good guy, a good example of making things happen, basically. So um, a, a really cool cool week talking to him. That was one of the, the highlights. If if uh, if you're listening for the first time, then welcome. If you're watching for the first time, then you can see us live on most of the socials. Maybe not LinkedIn right now. <laughs> we're like we're like the gate crashes on LinkedIn anyway. We're like <laughs> we're like. <laughs> bringing down bringing down the tone somewhat um or maybe helping people on their commute home so if you're on linkedin give us a little hello we can see your comments from most of the channels coming into the comments here and uh, if you've got a good question or a uh, a, a really good put down for glenn and i then uh, then feel free to share it and uh, and we can bring that in and, and have a bit of a laugh or answer your questions uh, but other than that, yeah, teamsuperdad.com forward slash group, and you can come in and be part of the community with us. 
but this is what we do. Well, every um, we did do it on a Friday. Now we do it on a Monday, which is much better because we get to talk about our weekends. If we didn't do it on the Monday, Glenn, we wouldn't be able to share exactly what watching the Euros final was like last night. So um, apologies, I think, to anyone who's not a, uh, a sports fan or soccer fan. This could be football fan. This could be uh, a little a little sport heavy tonight. <laughs> but also some um, uh, political, uh, socio-economic uh, uh, commentary on the cretins that are some of the underbelly of, uh, of, of this great British society that we live in shocking shocking parts of that but we'll 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 come around to that i'm also been uh inundated it seems with pictures of couples in hot tubs this weekend and no i haven't been on a swingers uh website again uh this is just my facebook feed <laughs> of people's hot tubs have obviously arrived <laughs> I, do, I, do, I think it's one of those weird things where i do i do like a good sex pool um <laughs> But there's only so many times I want to see pictures of people in their sex ponds. Uh, I, I, I like I, I like them, um, but I, I haven't got one, and so maybe maybe it's just unprofessional jealousy. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I mean, there's a degree of it's arrived. We've blown it up. We're sat in it. We're we're, we're having a drink. Um. But yeah, like I say, if you've got a hot tub, right, and I'm, and I'm sure you love your hot tub, it's the, uh, you're right, Glenn, this could just be an outright just jealousy thing, basically. And, and if we had one ourselves, I do actually have someone I can sit in with your, your pending on All that. right, rub it in, rub it in. <laughs> I'm not trying to rub it in. It's more like an advert, basically. It's more like an advert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the phone calls for your uh, Gareth Southgate um, tribute appearances might dry up a little bit now. The Euros has finished. I, I, so sorry. Yeah, about that. that's 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 all right. You know, I I, I still might once the uh, the dust has settled, I'll put it on my Tinder profile again. Yeah, I've, uh, I was due to actually be going on a date on Saturday, but she totally ghosted me last week, um, and I called her out on it on on Thursday, and it was just like you know you don't if if, if she's been chasing me for the, like for a while. And, I, and we've finally got the date set in a diary. You don't disappear. That's just that's just not not on. And then you can't disappear and then try and claim uh, play the victim of oh I'm I'm really busy and and, and I well, if you you're the one who asked me out. Come on, yeah. Well, step your game up. Well, I got into a bit of a flipping trouble. I told you, I think I shared this on the wrap up a few weeks ago when the, someone was saying how this bloke was a weirdo because they were chatting on a dating app and then he went and found her like business page and messaged us through it. And yeah. so, yeah, that, that then you rightly said, well, that is a bit weird. <laughs> but I put the other perspective on it, which was he's really keen on you. And instead of you saying, actually, thanks for chatting. I don't think we're compatible. You just blocked him and disappeared <laughs> <laughs> in his optimistic kind of desperation. He doesn't know whether you've accidentally clicked the wrong button or, or you know, or what? So just just say thanks, but no thanks. You know. Yeah, yeah. People have got to get better at just just being honest about these sort of things. It's not it's not good enough to to play games. We're all too old for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, playing games. It, it's been it has been a, a rip roaring, despite the rain and the fact that it feels like we're in the autumn. But it's been a rip roaring uh, June and July because the Euros have been on, and and <laughs> getting to that final last night was was so bloody brilliant it was a it really was a, a, a moment because 
I, I spoke to my dad and, and he, he said, he goes, I can die now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you can die now. He goes, well, it feels like I've, you know, I, I, I watched the England final in 66 when I was about 20 something. And now, you know, you know, we're in a final again. He goes, it feels like a good bookend. He goes, I can go out next week on a, on a, on a, on a positive note. And I was like, well, A, you don't even know if you're going to win. And B, I'd quite like to see you a few more times after this week. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, especially, as he said, uh, he'll have to be watching it on, uh, on, on the record because he'd never make it past eight o'clock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got to admit, I've, I've, I've not rewatched it yet. Um, so we're recording this on the Monday, um, and the match obviously was played for some weird reason, eight o'clock on a Sunday night. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why, why couldn't it have been played a bit earlier in the day? Who knows? It's um, Sunday or, or, or the Saturday night or whatever. It's just crazy. Yeah. People, so yeah I, I, weekend to get drunk. Basically. Yeah. I, I have, I've not been very productive this morning. Um, <laughs> I, although I have been a lot more productive than my son, my son's 14, um, and uh, last night, we, I let him have a couple of beers over the, over the course of the football. Um, he he violently learned how uh, what the, what the morning after entails. Um, he's not he's not had a pleasant morning at all. I am I am in a lot of trouble with his mum for actually letting him have a couple of beers. I was going to say, is that why you're in the in the doghouse with the ex? Okay. Oh well, one of many reasons I'm sure. But that's that's <laughs> the current. That's the the current the current reason that, that she thinks I'm a bad man and a bad father. Oh, I just figured he's 14. He's going to be 15 soon, and it, 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 he's going to get drunk at some point. I was probably about that age when my dad like got me drunk. Not got me drunk, but I got drunk with my dad for the first yeah. time. Um, and I figured realistically, we might not see another final. It's been 55 years. And if I, I'm probably not going to be around in 55 years time. So I want to just spend one night with my boy, having a beer, watching the football. And I thought if he's going to get drunk, that's a story. That's a night for him to remember or, or not remember too well. But um, yeah, if you're going to do it, then do it, do it for a good reason. I totally validate you. Uh, you are, you are free of any uh, guilt or, uh, or anything, you know, any kind of poor feelings about this. So, you know, if I was, if I was, god or judge judy uh i would <laughs> whatever the word is that i'm looking for i don't know enough legal jargon words but um i would find you innocent on all counts <laughs> thank you yeah I, it's weird i, I genuinely some, sometimes with these sort of things when when the ex has a as a pop at me for saying something to the kids or, or like giving some advice or letting them do something sometimes i'm thinking yeah has she got a point should i feel good i have no no regrets about this at all not a single one. I think there's plenty of people who are still together who who have got in trouble for just such a thing. Now, if you're going to be the, yeah, I agree. 14 years old, going on 15. Not like he's 14 in one day. He's 14 yeah, yeah. 300 days or whatever. And yeah, good. I say yes. Uh, yeah. what, what was his? Uh, what was the uh, beer? What flavour? What uh, what make? Um, it was the the, the first two because he had about three or four over the course of like an afternoon and <laughs> um, the first two were belgian cherry beers um <laughs> and then the, the the last couple were were corona because that was just what we were cold in in in, a, in an ice bucket okay yeah I th- yeah do you think it was the cherry beers or do you think it was the, the number of beers altogether? i think i think it was probably the number of beers okay 
bless him. He's, he's only 14. You, you body, it's got to learn how to do it. And, uh, and I think it's weird though, because in between him, like being sick and all that sort of stuff, he's, he's absolutely bright and happy and sparky. Um, but then apparently he'll just go over and projectile and then he'll be like back and fine. I know. Only Good lad. Right. So I agree. When well, it, I first- say, I, I remember four. I don't remember uh-huh. very much about last night. Okay, so the first time, and here's the thing: the the, the what they say the 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 ball rolls down the hill. You know, the first time he has a beer with his boy, he will share the story of how England and the final and Euros, which were from 2020, but actually played in 2021, and my dad got yeah. in trouble. It, it's it's good. Yeah, it's, it's build, like, building up, building up a mythology. Yes, the legacy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Darth Vader, all that stuff. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so uh obviously yeah I, when i was there with my with my boy uh rosie the daughter um she's kind of checking out of football a little bit now if she really if she can't get excited for a euros final after mm-hmm. five years of hurt then I, then I think we are starting to get an idea of where her future attitude towards football football like. uh, she's 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 supportive more than interested it would, it would okay. be but but when we scored the first goal in the in the first two minutes, I launched out of the seat. Um, so Paul, my friend, and I and Jago pretty much ended up in a bundle on the floor. It was first of all a cheering up and down celebration, jumping, and then there's something. I think the dog got in the way, and the next thing you know, we're we're like kind of sort of on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and then I got up. Then I'm then I'm hugging Joe. It's just. And then, obviously, as a Spurs fan, you're like, oh, we scored way too early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be sitting back for 90 minutes. Oh, man. man. I, I don't think it was a, it wasn't a bad match. It was a, it was a decent match. It was a tense match, obviously. Um, but I, it's, I can't begrudge the Italians a victory. They, for the whole tournament, they've been the best team. And, it's, yeah. it's, and there are, when you look at Chiellini, um, their captain, uh, I've heard him it, that people say he looks like a Roman legionary. He really does, and he just seems like a lovely fella. He does. So it just always seemed like, so nice. The way he was, uh, uh, I don't know what they were conversation was, but in the semi-finals when he was, they were tossing the coin with the Jordi Alba, yeah, Jordi Alba. So there was some banter going on there. Uh, what would normally seem like some kind of tense sporting kind of moment, they were literally bear hugging and, and laughing and that's what you want I, I know so i guess some people don't want sport to be like that but i do yeah i, I the thing is oh, when they're playing absolute worries absolute oh, wow. commitment and professionalism and so on but they also they just there seems to be this generation of footballers are just nice nice people and i'm so so sad about um the fact that um i mean sancho not many men in the uk know too much about but but saka has just been such a lovely kid um, and and Rashford obviously is a is a legend. For those two to have missed, um, I don't think they're going to be vilified in the same way that Southgate himself was all those years ago. There's going to be no Pizza Hut adverts at any point. Yeah. So basically, for those living under a rock, or you could be in America and not have a clue what we're talking about, the game went into overtime. No, the game went into extra time, and um, still a draw at the end of that. So then it goes into penalties. Each team takes five penalties, and you know, three of the players from England that took penalties were black guys. 
and um, combination. I don't, no, none of them missed, did they? I think they all got, they all got saved. Oh no, Rashford hit the post. Rashford hit the yeah. post. Yeah. And um, the flipping Twitter sphere has blown up with. Well, in fact, not just Twitter. Marcus Rashford had some manurial, um of him because he's been doing, you know, looking out for the kids for the last uh, year during lockdown. Uh, he had some mural defaced um, that, that they've had to go and, and cover up as well. So I just, my mind, I just can't get my head round how in 2021 we we can be dealing with mindless mm. racism. The, the, people that were probably half an hour before were cheering those people. The only, the only good part about this being on social media is the fact that it, they can be tracked down. Now, not always. There is still anonymous stuff that happens. But if they put something out there, it can be traced to them. And these racist scumbags can be taken down and, uh, and get, in, get in proper legal trouble for it. And they should. Absolutely should. If I knew someone, I'd shop them tomorrow. Yeah, it, sh- it should be. Do you know these people? Well, and the same with the, the, the I mean, Leicester Square. Um, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, the racist people must be older generation. They must be like people that are out of touch. People, people, I go, maybe even our age, you know, middle aged blokes who got got no flipping bame friends. No, you know, no, come from a community where they don't know any black people, Asian people, whatever. Um, but then in Leicester Square last night in London, the, seemingly the people that were smashing things up and chucking bottles at the police were all like. 20-year-olds, 20-something-year-olds. It's so sad. It's so sad. You kind of think we, we should have moved past this by now. We yeah. absolutely should have. I thought we had for a long time, but but <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, these people who, who that then undo all the good work of all the England fans that have been doing so well and being so positive about things. You get this small minority who aren't football. They're just thugs who use football as an excuse for this tribalism to just attack and cause havoc because they are Dickheads. Yeah. Dickheads. Uh, uh, it's almost, uh, you, you, know, you just, you, you want to see something happen as a result of it somehow, some way, but without getting too political, like our civil liberties can, can be affected by like, cause then now we've got more CCTV. You're going to have things that are tracking you everywhere. You're going to have to put a passport in to open a Twitter account. You're going to have to do all these things. So that means that we're more and more tracked and monitored, but because it's, it's those kind of absolute cretins that, that can't work out. Mm-hmm. How can you get your phone out after we've lost and be like, you black bastards. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> what? Racist. I just, it's like, I was just talking to my mates and gutted and, and kind of just wrapping the party up, ready to go home. Like, wow, oh, man. Yeah. Crazy. So if you are a racist bastard um, and you want to explain what the hell's going on, then, then by all means come, come like flipping comment now and let, you know, give us some grief. I don't, I don't know. I've got my mind boggles as to what the hell you think is going on in the world. So, but putting that aside, um, I mean, I know that it's easy to put aside because it's a ridiculous issue, but um, just to go back to kind of the tournament in general, lovely, really fun tournament, really good football. Um, and it, it did, a, did a lot. It did a, you know, something to, to look forward to every day. And I, uh, and not only did I enjoy the football, I've also profited off it. Me and me and some friends were doing some some betting, kind of put it, we had the chips into a, 
halfway through you were down what, we what were happened? down we were down um and then around the semi-final time it all went up um and even though we lost probably half if not two-thirds of our money on the final um we actually ended up uh 60 quid in profit uh so that's that's pretty good we doubled our money i'm quite happy with that that's bloody brilliant I was, <laughs> I thought this is why I don't bet, right? So because I didn't actually put the bet on, but in my mind I had a bet, which was England beat Italy in the final. Harry Kane wins the Golden Boot. Oh, he scores in the final and wins the Golden Boot. That would have been good. Yeah, and it also would have been me losing money. So <laughs> I yeah, feel won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's rare that we end up beating the bookies. Um, we do, do it every now and then. So. Uh, yeah, it feels it feels like there's been a little bit of victory on that. Anyway, we're going to spend the money on or going out together somewhere. <laughs> going out in Leicester Square, throw some bottles at some police. Yeah, great, great. Uh, but what about the? I love this. Is for me. I was talking about families today and our kids, and you shared at the beginning of this about your your fourteen year old. But I, 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 it's just at our age because back in the day, nineteen ninety six, it was all like uni beers, carnage. Uh, I, I'm glad we didn't chuck beer in in the air back in the day. Is that it's a waste of beer? Is no, that it's, a, it's a waste of beer. I, I can understand it if it's an involuntary thing. If you absolutely lose it, but I've seen people who have like a beer to ready. hand ready, and as soon as they look like we grab the beer because they're going to want. What's the? F- I mean, that's, that's five six quids worth yeah. of beer. If you that, if you that, don't use water. Yeah. This is my goal beer. This is my drinking beer. <laughs> Ridiculous. God damn. Oh, these that, people. Yeah, I need another goal beer. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And so much as well. Everyone's up to it. I, I think some of it's piss. I think some of it's water. Um, and some of it is just a very expensive uh, shower, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these people are idiots. <laughs> but yeah, the whole family vibe, just creating memories a bit like my dad was saying about like you know he said oh I watched I watched the sixty six final out because I was at work and and I the the guy we we got on all all of us got on well at work so we had a TV out the back and we and nights I was actually at work he said he was working at um, John Liddell's something car garage or something basically and um, and so in in the same with your fourteen year you know he's got that memory now me and my boy Jago through through. Uh, since he was three, four and all the trials and tribulations we've been through there, sport and hanging out or sitting on the couch or going to the match, talking about what went on, who was right, who was wrong. These, these are our magic moments. I love, I love that side of it with, with, with our kids. And, and if it's yeah. not sport, my daughter and her dancing, um, just, making time i can you know people are like oh like oh i'm going i'm not going to watch the match with my kids i'm going to the pub like i can't yeah that's what they want to choose to do but and and if your kid really doesn't like football then fair dues but for me that memory is is hanging out with my kids and sharing my interests with them or me going and 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 like having a brilliant day watching her dance because that's what we're going to celebrate, you know. It's- yeah, I was, I was so happy. So uh, my, my ex had the kids at the weekend, and I know she wouldn't have let me have them. Um, but my sister just stepped in. She said, "Look, we really want to watch it as a family." Uh, my brother and his kids were coming round. She was there with her kids and so on, and managed to get them together. And, and other than if a last minute ticket had come up for a couple of grand, I had Uber ready to go. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, 
yeah, there's nowhere else I'd rather have been than with my kids because uh, it's uh, just like you say, finding those little things, having those things. So um, Black Widow, the Marvel movie came out last week. Um, I make a point of every time a Marvel movie comes out, take my kids to see it um, in the cinema. It's come, become like a little tradition with us in terms of all the Marvel stuff. So last week, for the first time in years, went off to, to the cinema, watched Black Widow and just spent that time again, just re- going back to something that we all love. And just doing that again, it was so so nice to do. Did you go to the big one at Blue Water? Where did, where did you go? No, just Rochester. Um, there's a Cine World in Rochester. Oh um, yeah, which is really nice. It's got so grabbed the McDonald's, went and ate the McDonald's inside the cinema, um, and uh, just enjoyed it. Just spent time, and there was hardly anyone else around as well. It was so nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, cinema has always been a, a bit of a linchpin family thing in my my family as well. Uh, uh, when I was kids. In Chicago, it's going to sound like we were like 1930s or something, but it really was. We're talking 1980s, 1990s. So some days it would be insanely hot, right? And so the best mm. air conditioning around obviously was in the cinema. And so my auntie Gladys, she at the time would have been late 80s. And then so we would go and catch like a mid, mid-morning mid uh, movie. And then when the movie finished – go and just wander around and loiter and then go and, 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 and sneak our way into, into another one. Nice. She was always, no one's ever going to stop an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so yeah, just, you know, gray area, maximizing the gray area, basically. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I, go on. I was going to say, uh, uh, the, the one thing um, that I've, I've loved, Marvel have started doing some really good movie soundtracks as well. Putting together Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the best soundtracks of any movie that I've seen. Um, and it, it got me thinking. And I was uh, uh, drunk, bought myself um, Reservoir Dogs, which is also one of the best soundtracks. It's, album, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's ridiculous. Look at the size of the box that is coming, a massive. Amazon. massive box to do it rather than a little slip but it's the amazon <laughs> yeah. um, but, but this has got to be top reservoir dogs top 10 movie soundtrack album of all time along with guardians of galaxy pulp fiction lock stock and two smoking barrels you know there's, there's a few soundtracks which just they they work in and of their own right as well the unofficial soundtrack for the big lebowski Ah, interesting. Because the official soundtrack, they couldn't get the whatever the permission or the rights, so it cost too much money to have all the songs that they wanted. But the songs that are in the movie. So if you go on Spotify and search up Lebowski soundtrack or the Big Lebowski soundtrack, people have put the songs from nice. the movie in chronological order into into uh, in, into a playlist. It's bloody brilliant. Um, some of the Spike Lee movies. Um, I've got good soundtracks, obviously. Do the right thing. That is that is a good... Is it, a, a good soundtrack, to me, has like an audio palette. So you you, you could know, like the, the, it, like the Guardian stuff, for Volume 1, Volume 2, and there's a load of unreleased stuff he released as an extra playlist last year. Every, every song on it, obviously they're totally different artists, different eras, different styles, but they all sound like they're from the same thing. Um, and that for me, a good out, al- good album soundtrack, uh, movie soundtrack, they all sound combined in some way and they all work together, even yeah. if they are vastly different styles. The, the Matrix, the original Matrix, um, soundtrack, it, 
it's all kind of a kind of slightly aggressive and and pacey and there's a mix of metallic uh kind of electronic sounds and guitars and but it works brilliantly all together and and just I, i'd love that would be a, a dream job putting together a soundtrack for a movie i think that'd be awesome yeah it's like a mixtape it's like a proper well done quality mixtape yeah yeah uh oh there's obviously the blues brothers one is a good one yes. the blues brothers um what's the oh what's the the movie where the guy where john cusack runs a record shop that is a good soundtrack also oh yeah um high fidelity high fidelity that is another good soundtrack good good glenn we have started a thing team super dad crew uh let us know your top top movie soundtracks top movie soundtracks um we did have someone comment from uh, from from YouTube earlier. I think he's Italian. Uh, it's a <laughs> well, it's either Scottish. Oh no, he's clearly it's more oh. likely Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I think I, th- I think yeah, he's absolutely right. It is. Um, we, we think it's coming home, but yeah, full of uh, footballs, gammon on or whatever. <laughs> I said gumming. Yeah, I yeah, basically, it's, like it's coming on. Yeah, it's a bunch. <laughs> of, yeah, <laughs> God damn racists hate them xenophobes what ironically ironically i want to kick the xenophobes out of my country oh that is good that's that's like one of those ironic t-shirts yeah (laughs) xenophobes go home yeah (laughs) (laughs) i told you i don't think i mentioned it on the on the on the pod about my neighbor who called who told my indian other neighbor to go back where he came from and um so the Indian, who's a top bloke, he's, he's he's Indian, his wife's Portuguese, and they're both, you know, just, it doesn't matter that they're both lovely because where they come from, like, they're just neighbours, like, they're just good guys, right? So the old neighbour, who, bless him, I do go and have cups of coffee with him, because apparently, seemingly, no one else does, and uh, he's like 87, 86, so he, he <laughs> I don't know how, they, how you slip this into conversation, or whether you just start it off with this, he said, you, sh- you, you need to go home. And so the the Indian neighbour said to him something along the lines of, "I'll cut your fucking head off." <laughs> right. <laughs> so then the old guy reports him to the police, and so the Indian guy gets put on like the low level terrorist um, oh, lid. So I'm joking with him. I said, "I said, oi, I'm not going to mention his name." I was like, "Did you tell?" what's his name? You're going to cut his fucking head off. And he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, I did. He goes, he goes, I, he goes, I, I kind of said, it just kind of came out. He said, it, you know, it, I couldn't believe what he said to me. And it just, sort of came, it was kind of in, 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 in you know, as, as a bit of sort of banter back, like, cause I was so shocked at what he'd said, but, but, um, but there's something, you know, so him and I are giggling like, like two naughty schoolboys. And I was going, that is, that is A, out of order, and B, <laughs> the best response ever. <laughs> God. I just, uh, yeah, I, 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 I always str- I struggle when people uh, say, say racist like, stuff like that, you should go back home or that, because it just, I, I really struggle to keep my mouth shut, and I, I usually don't. Well, I say, I, I, you know, I don't just ignore it. I'm like, John, you do know, like, they're probably, I don't know, I said, his probably dad was born here. Like, what are you talking about? Let alone him. And the same same thing. And I was like, John, you do know there's some pretty bad white people, British yeah. white people. You do know that they're not very nice, right? You like you, you. Oh man. But yeah. So anyway, it's the yin and the yang. I, I, I keeping an old old guy occasionally company and um, possibly 
hopefully educating them a bit a little bit as well yeah yeah so glenn we're we're uh, we're supposed to be exhausted after last night's uh last night's fun and and, and game so um we're going to keep this one a little bit short and sweet a little bit short and sweet that works for me i'm gonna go uh put an album on turn my playstation on for a bit my new playstation ah, 5 which johnny helped done. me get come on before we absolutely go. chuffed with this I love that Twitter chat that happened today. It didn't even occur to me like that we were actually in a shop buying something over the counter. Okay, granted, we were both wearing face marks. Yours was particularly industrial. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Glenn's erring on the side of caution with that face mask. (laughs) If you're going to do a job, do it properly, eh? Actually, point well made, actually, yeah. Um, Yeah, but actually, you know, apart from handing over some cash okay you still you still beeped it but um no it's good it's good good shop counter purchase actually holding the item coming out of the shop with the huge grin on your face heading home to to plug the the, the new playstation in. How, as it was uh, how did it go down is it you, you know, both as a boy's toy for you and when the kids saw it is it is well it, kids, kids haven't seen it they've not been home so um, I, what I've done is I've set it all up so to make sure it all works it's all plugged in and set up and I'm just going to leave it there and see how many seconds it takes for them to notice because it will be a fractions of seconds because okay. it, it, it's a gadget type thing and it, it's very different the old one was obviously a little black unit and i've got a kind of a black tv stand yeah. and this is a white thing massive absolutely massive compared to the old one so um yeah it's, it was it, it, it will take moments to notice but um yeah they're gonna they're gonna love it and i've i've i haven't got any playstation 5 games yet i've only i've downloaded fallout shelter or something like that um, but I'm not, I'm not a massive gamer, but I just quite like having it there. I just like it. It's, it's all right. I agree. So nice if anyone's got, if anyone's got any suggestions for, for PlayStation five games that don't require decades of, of practice to start getting good at, then, then hit me up. Possibly also that you could have some family fun with as well. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, We will be back next Monday for the wrap up. Uh, Be sure to share this, subscribe. Um, What else? Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Uh, I've got a couple in the can for the midweek podcast. Yarrow Starrick, who is a online flipping dude, like making shed loads of money for the last 20 years online. Digital nomad lives in different parts around the world as it takes his fancy. And uh, and also another really good guy called Dan Reed. He is the career dad at Career Dad. Uh, he probably is more frequently seen on LinkedIn. And he is because you know, everyone's always talking about, oh yeah, start your own business. Uh, you know, be 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 a digital nomad. Be be free to do whatever you want. And, and Dan's like, actually, I really like working for other people. <laughs> and so so uh we had a really good chat and uh and that's that's going to be coming up as another episode in the uh in the podcast as well so get your ass over uh tell you what if you go to teamsuperdad.com forward slash get podcast it will shortcut you straight to uh the best podcast tool for your device whether it's itunes apple android whatever it will sort you out so yeah teamsuperdad.com get podcast and to come and join the community teamsuperdad.com forward slash group glenn have a go and have a lem sip or, or some other soothing throat lozenge yes indeed if it's either lem sip or brandy <laughs> no that's what got you in this hole <laughs> <laughs>
Whatever it takes, Glenn. Uh, I know you'll be back on form next week and I look forward to seeing you. Take care, buddy. See you later. Bye. Team Superdad out. Bye. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at teamsuperdad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.